0: Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Lil Dudes Insect Academy podcast, where we discover more about the extremely diverse world of entomology with your host, Braden Coy. Hello and welcome to episode 59 of the Lil Dudes Insect Academy podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I have a super awesome, exciting guest for you guys to enjoy um, that I interviewed a few days back and he has a very unique and bizarre job. Um, As an entomologist and I've never interviewed anyone with a similar job or anything like that So it's definitely a unique um, perspective on the world of entomology and with his career. It's really unique career and The amazing thing about entomology is that you can branch out to so many different kinds of careers Just like how my guest today did Um, and so I hope you enjoy listening about his unique his unique job and situation So yeah, I always love hearing the unique perspectives, and I always love to grow that. And that's what this, uh, that's what Little Dudes Insect Academy is all about. So if you'd like to support us, then consider going to our website and donating. We are a nonprofit now, so that's super exciting. So all the donations go to educating people of all ages about entomology and the the gateways that it can lead to, and the amazing things that the entomology world has to offer. So consider donating today, uh, becoming one of our donors, and I'd really appreciate that. Um, that keeps this podcast going. It keeps all the education going. And ultimately, it makes more entomologists in the future. So that's really what we're here for. Um, so, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode just as much as I did recording it. All right, guys, I'm super excited about this episode because I am here with a brand new guest for you guys to enjoy. Um, his name is Dave Denlinger, and I'm super excited about our talk today. So, welcome to the show, Dave.
1: Hey, appreciate it, Brandon. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so, um, I mean, let's just get right into it. Um, what is your background with entomology, and what have you, where have you taken that passion?
1: Sure, sure. Um, so right now, I'm currently an entomologist with the, with the United States Army, um, so I got to put this disclaimer out. The, the opinions I present today are a reflection of me and not necessarily reflections of the United States Army or the Department mm-hmm. of Defense. Um, okay. But I, I'm currently currently an entomologist for the army. Uh, there are only a handful of us. Um, my my history in entomology goes back to when I was a kid, and I'm sure, like many of your other guests that you've had. Uh, oh yeah, you, I, I was a '90s kid, and so you know, I'm I a reflection of the Pokemon era. I'm not afraid oh, yeah. to admit that, and how that mm-hmm. had an impact on on my life and being a real life Ash Ketchum,
0: going out <laughs> to them all.
1: My, my my neighbor was an asparagus farmer. Uh, I grew up in New Jersey, more in the rural part of New Jersey. And so I would go out in his field all the time, always looking out for bugs and anything like that, taking pictures, mm-hmm. and just kind of getting out exploring. And I yeah. love that, mm-hmm. that, that passion never really left me. Uh, I kind of stayed with it in high school and then, um, went to college at university of Delaware. Uh, got a, a dual degree in biology and entomology. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, how i got everybody always asked like how the heck did you learn about military entomology and uh, i was i was a senior university of delaware and i was in a medical entomology class fall semester and we had a an army colonel come in and give a guest lecture about military entomology and he came Mm -hmm. in and his dress uniform looking sharp Mm -hmm. and he he talked he talked a good talk for for an hour and i I fell in love with it and both my grandfather served in the military too, in kind of unique jobs. And so I, I had no idea that the military has entomologists. Mm. And so the army, the air force and the Navy, all three branches have entomologists serving there. Talked to the, talked to the Colonel after class for probably a good 45 minutes, learned, uh, learned to go to grad school and then, and then come in. So went to grad school at Utah state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, got my degree out there and then I, I applied for the army as a, you know, to commission probably my last year I was out there whole process took probably about a year or so. And then, uh, commissioned in, in June of 18. And then here I am, uh, currently at Fort hood, um, you know, still, still at it. So enjoying it every day. So that's a little wow. bit about my background.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So you mentioned a degree at Utah state. Um, is that in entomology or,
1: uh, technically a biology degree. Uh, I actually, although I worked on, I worked on phlebotomy and sand flies Hmm. for the the better part of, of that degree. So yeah, technically it's a biology degree, but, um, you know, pure entomology.
0: Yeah, that's really, that's really fascinating. So Utah state, um, what other schooling have you had? Like even, um, even at a young age, was it entomology in focus at at all, or were you just kind of on your own with, with entomology and your education?
1: I I was, (laughs) I was always kind of on my own. Mm -hmm. You know, I think, you know, when we're really young, everybody likes bugs and then people realize like, no, I'd rather be a paleontologist or a rocket scientist or a firefighter. And (laughs) I just never grew out of the bug. I can't explain it. And, um, yeah, that was that was my path really until college mm-hmm. and learning that I could get a a degree in entomology. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you're in college, you start meeting like minded people, people, same interests, same passions as you. Yeah. So then you finally start to feel part of that community. Um, so, yeah, probably college is when uh, that started to happen.
0: Yeah. And so what did you uh, what what schooling did you do when you were younger, like high school and middle school and stuff like that?
1: yeah just just high school middle school i mean there were obviously there's no no entomology class yeah mean, yeah you know, maybe like you you learn like your earth science class you learned a little mm-hmm. bit but it was always just kind of on my own whenever i'd get done with school i'd go out or you know i'd go you know mom would take you to a bookstore and you'd find a field guide or yeah the best the best was for me was i you know i'd go out and take pictures and this is this was back when film was still a thing in cameras oh you know, yeah you had to take your role of filming to get developed. I know I'm dating myself a little bit here, but, and then you wait to see, you know, you take all your pictures and you hope one or two of them comes out really good. And mm-hmm. you know, that, that was really the extent. And, you know, I'm, I'm again, living on a farm, having a neighbor that lived on a farm and having, having a family that, um, you know, they didn't have to like bugs, but the fact that they didn't shy away from it didn't impede me from pursuing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, You know, spoke a lot to me and I'd always encourage parents, like, no matter what your kids are interested in, you know, if they have a passion, some do the best, even if you don't not interested, do the best to support them as as that that has taken hold in their early, early
0: career. Well, especially because there are a lot of people now that do something and they're not passionate about it. So if you can support your kids in whatever they're passionate about. That's just helping them with something that a lot of people don't even have, right? So just that alone. And I definitely uh, can relate to most of the things you just said about been interested uh, since the very beginning. Can't even explain what it was, but um, I've noticed that every kid pretty much is interested in bugs for a time, but then it evolves into something else, Um, but it just, it just hasn't for me either. So I'm, I'm exactly the same way. Um, so you're originally, you originally got interested just from hands-on experience. Isn't that right?
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's really interesting. I always love to hear the different, um, the different paths about how people, um, get originally interested in entomology. Um, so yeah so um what is some other uh entomology work that you've done um in your as an entomologist
1: so you know again i so when i was in when i was in college i worked in um a university that worked in an agriculture department um you know and i was working with the, the european corn borer and um and that was a lot of fun again i was you know i was a sophomore junior college learning mm-hmm. call about science and the way that science is is properly done i was in a you know a small lab with some actually some taxonomy uh folks uh and they were they were phenomenal and you know i took it you know and they were grad students and so when you're yeah. an undergrad working with grad students you know they're mm-hmm. like the top of the world yeah and uh, working with them was great you know we we go on, on bug collecting trips all the time for some taxonomy and field tax courses that we had it's awesome but yeah, working with the corn board, you know, developing my own experiments, doing some basic statistics, writing up a, you know, senior thesis, you know, really kind of that initial networking and understanding how science mm-hmm. is, is actually executed. Yeah, uh, that that was a great experience my last couple of years there. Yeah, for sure. So then, but then I, you know, I've always, when I was, when I was also a kid, I for a while, I wanted to be an infectious disease doctor. Um, mm-hmm. that, that has always been an interest of mine. Yeah. So I always had that passion. And so, you know, you take that with entomology, and that's where you really get the medical entomology field. So insects that transmit diseases. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's something I want to do in grad school. And you know, learning about it, and then having that kind of military inkling in my mind, Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with again worked with sandflies. They they transmitted a disease called leishmaniasis, interesting um, all over the world. Yeah, pretty nasty. So kind of got to merge that uh, together in, in Utah. And so, you know, I was looking at how sandflies are developing resistance to insecticides because back you know um, you know ten years ago when I just was starting. We were starting to see pockets of insecticide resistance around the world, so we were like, wow, how, how? We're trying to understand the genetic background of that was what I was trying to get after. Mm-hmm. The military had some interest because we were seeing these pockets in where we had our troops, so obviously there was a connection. So I, you know, I had my own sandfly colonies, and I was actually I was one of those weird people that fed them on their arm. I did that for multiple years. I I don't highly suggest that at all for anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so he had a lot of genetic work a lot of wet lab molecular gene sequencing protein expression finished with some whole genome sequencing Mm. you know kind of as side projects i would help you know i I did some herpetology work i did uh, some other kind of entomology again more taxonomy we'd go down to southern utah all the time camping out in the deserts there absolutely loved it that's awesome Um, in, in in the military i haven't really had it now it's in a different career where you're not doing necessarily research all the time there are different positions that i could get to one day where you're doing yeah research so yeah sorry sorry go ahead no um yeah i was just saying you know we'll probably get into this but kind of what is a military entomologist
0: yeah i was about to ask that
1: um yeah, this is a question I, I get a lot. If you would ask me, like three years ago, and I was just starting, what does a military entomologist do compared to now? Um, it, it, it's it's a lot broader than what people think. I think at a baseline, what do we serve? We use our entomology technical expertise to provide recommendations and guidance for you know soldiers, sailors, airmen, guardian, wherever now. Um, in an area, but, all right, here are the insects in your area. Here are the diseases they could transmit to your people. Here's how we're going to try to stop that from happening, because it obviously, if you have um, an individual sick with malaria, or you have an individual sick with West Nile or Lyme disease or so somewhere in the world, they can't do their job. And that from a military standpoint is a bad thing, right? Yeah. So. At a baseline, that is what we're brought in for. Um, we are we are a specialty. The Army has about sixty of us, um, Navy about twenty or thirty, Air Force only a handful. So there's not many of us. But as entomologists in a broader sense, we we serve under the preventive medicine umbrella, and so I, I describe preventive medicine to people as. Anything other than the enemy shooting back at you yeah, is preventive medicine. Anything okay. with food, water, air, soil, waste management, noise, ergonomics, mm-hmm. radiation, anything yeah. that is kind of an entomology, of course, bugs, that yeah. is our lane. And so we were supposed to serve as, as subject matter experts. Um, again, trying to provide recommendations and guidance to commanders to make good decisions to keep your people safe.
0: Wow. Wow. That is, that is, yeah, that's quite the job. I, until I started looking into interviewing you, I didn't even know that a military entomologist was even a thing. Yeah. Like that's crazy. So um, where, like, wh- where have you been? Where have you served? Or if if you're not allowed to tell us, then that's fine.
1: Right. But yeah so i've been here at fort hood now for three years mm-hmm. um middle of t- middle of texas um i did i did just get back from a tour in iraq uh back mm-hmm. in march i was out there for nine months doing the full gamut of preventive medicine now now to include covid had to deal with the whole pandemic for nine months mm-hmm. in that part of the oh yeah yeah legally challenging on top of the regular preventive medicine mission that i had to deal with so mm-hmm. my my early career again just texas and then uh, Iraq is where I've been to. That's really um, cool. They ha- they have us all literally all over the world. Anywhere you can think of, they, there's probably one of me in either, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force, somewhere out there.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. So, what is it like? I just have so many questions about about this job, but what is it like to apply for this job? Did they require you to have some kind of, um, did they require you to have a degree um, in entomology beforehand, or are they a little less strict about that?
1: Uh, Yeah, a little little less strict, so... And I can speak from the Army side. I can't really necessarily speak from the Navy Air Force side, yeah. but yeah. Army required me to have. Usually, it's a it's a graduate degree, either a master's or a doctorate degree. Um, there are rare, I guess, the rare instances where if the Army actually needed people, they could pull individuals with with bachelor's degree. But yeah. you know, if you if you go online, you go, you know, you Google Army entomology. You know, you look up the requirements from a degree standpoint, usually a master's or or doctor is required. Um,
0: And then any like, did like any physical uh, requirements or did you have to pass a test or something like that or?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll backtrack a second. They it can be a biology degree; doesn't necessarily have to be an entomology degree. I know, and I know there are fewer universities now that actually truly offer entomology degrees. Uh, yeah. but you'd be totally fine uh, with biology degree. And and I think too, you know, I look at the entomologists that we have, and their everybody's background is so unique, uh, from forestry to taxonomy to medical, whatever you can yeah. think of, there's there's yeah. entomologists. But yeah, had to had to go through a whole physical a whole application. It's massive, but again, it's just the military doing its due diligence. Um a whole bunch of, you know, they look at your past history going back like seven, 10 years. Uh there is a physical you have to go and um they look at literally everything. Um and wow. so I won't go into much detail there, but yeah you can imagine. Um, Physical yeah, questionnaire, um, no real interviews or anything like that, but you work with the recruiter. I'll, I'll say if, if anybody after this listening here is interested in pursuing um, get with a an army get with a, a an army medical recruiter. yeah that is yeah. different than your your um, everyday army recruiter. Mm. so make sure you look for it's called Amed Army Medical Department. make sure you look for an Amed recruiter.
0: Okay very interesting yeah this is uh, i've definitely never interviewed <laughs> another uh, you know a military entomologist or anything like that um but this is definitely unique and i love seeing all the different kinds of entomologists that are out yeah. there there are it i mean like you said like any basically any uh field of work um, there is an entomologist for it because yeah. bugs are everywhere so 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 are we right so um so um moving on to like a little bit of a more personal um question um who is like an inspiration to you whether it's in the entomology world or just um from a um a person's standpoint you like who they are and what they stand for or is it for entomology or personally, or just who? Um, who is one of your biggest inspirations? You can you can name a few people, of course. But
1: yeah, I, you know, I I think I don't have like one person or yeah. even just I and I may be kind of the odd odd person saying this, but I don't have. I think it's just like it's a collective, um, just appreciation and awe for, um. You know the entomology field, and specifically, I'll say, I'll say the military entomologist since I'm in that field. I, I think back to like the history. You, you look back to the history of the world and how entomology and diseases have have affected that. But I'll say oh, yeah. the military entomologists going back, you know, to like Walter Reed's time. He was a major, obviously known for his work with with yellow fever. But oh yeah, um, the the work they did without really having germ theory at that time, being able to to intellectually piece all that together. Yeah. back in the is truly astonishing in my Mm -hmm. mind um and and i'll say to me there's an honor in being able to serve and so um and it is an honor to put on the uniform every day yeah and so the entomologists that have come before me men and women uh because at the end of the day you have u.s army over over our hearts and so yeah um it is a it's a volunteer service and so (laughs) you, you know uh, kudos and and much appreciation to everyone that's come before me you know yeah. putting on the uniform. Uh, also I, one of my biggest heroes though obviously is, is my mom I, I grew up in a my parents were divorced grew up with my mom I I, yeah. I love both my parents have great relationships with both of them but my mom raised my brother and I mm-hmm. and uh her to do that and and again I'll, I'll I I would not be the man I am today or be the entomologist I am today probably without her again kind of what I said even respecting that i was interested in the field at a young age and i'll I'll preach that every day to you brandon and your and your your followers yeah Uh, just again like you don't it doesn't take much to be a hero or an inspiration to somebody all sometimes all it is is asking how you're doing or hey tell me a little bit about this yeah and especially as a young kid like you know digging in the dirt showing whatever to you you know a parent or a friend and they're like uh-huh. at least pretending to be cool like it goes yeah. a long way so yeah I, for sure that's my answer to that question you know it's probably i don't have those one or two you know people that had a big influence but um yeah you know i, I would say the military obviously military and as a general and, and my mom
0: yeah that's that's really awesome um so what are some other things that you enjoy not related to entomology so I guess it would be hobbies Um, what are some things some hobbies
1: that you use to get away from your work sure because yeah I mean working hard yeah got to get away Um, yeah you kind of see behind me I mean it won't be in the the, uh, audio but I'm a big reader of books I love reading fiction yeah I started doing that back in college you know I have a few authors that I absolutely love James Mm -hmm. Rollins Steve Berry. Matthew Riley, Jeremy Robinson, David Goldman, to name uh, Douglas Preston, to name a few. Yeah. But I'm a big reader. I have my own like hardcover book collection I've had. Um, when I, when I was in Utah, I really got into the outdoor scene there. Anything, mm-hmm. you know, hiking, backpacking, camping. Yeah. That's a great place to do that too. Oh, it is so good. I, yeah. I would totally live there again. Yeah. I got into like the national park scene out there. Mm. Um yeah, mm-hmm. learning what national parks are, national monuments, historic sites, forests, all that. And yeah. so now, you know, wherever I go, I hope I can kind of, I'm a big fan of getting a picture with the sign, you know, being a tourist yeah. and all that. It's yeah. Uh, but just anything outdoors, I, I grew up in, I grew up at the beach. So I'm a big fan of fishing and, and, and body surfing. Okay. Um, I'm also a golfer. Mm. Yeah, play, Played golf in high school. I mean, really, I'll, I'll watch any sport with anybody.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Those, those are some of my my big things. Entomology related. I just love out and going and catching bugs. I have my own personal collection. I've had.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, that I,
1: I curate. So um, yeah, those are those are kind of my big ticket, you know, uh, hobbies that I have.
0: That's awesome. So, um, when you read, is it, you mentioned fiction, is it just fiction or what's, what's the um, main genre, sci-fi, historical, anything like uh, that? More,
1: more like your thrillers. So like, okay. you know, real world fiction, but, you know, there's always kind of a science or technology or religious or, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sci-fi slant to them, you know, mm-hmm. uh, certainly real, but, you know, always a little bit on that edge that, you know, to me, it's like, I love reading at night before I go to bed and that's kind of my, my way to get out of the world that we live, you know, and all the, yeah, yeah. You know, the stuff that goes with it. So it's mm-hmm. my my half hour chance to, to get away for a bit.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really important. So I definitely agree with that. So um, what's, um, what's, what's in your future? What are you, what are you working towards? Are you thinking just military for until you retire at some point or what, what's the plan?
1: yeah it's a great question i i think every day because everybody is always like uh, hey dave you gonna stay in for 20 years because 20 years is always like the capstone yeah you know it's like when i came in the military i was like you know i don't know if i wanted to do three years or 30 years so Mm -hmm. so if anybody's considering it there's no no shame in doing your three and getting out there's no shame in doing 20 and getting out so i i don't have a good answer on how long i plan to be in for um i just got my newest orders to go to virginia uh come the fall. So I'll be leaving here a couple months. Um, you know, I I I think it hopefully as as you get into the higher ranks, uh, because I'm a captain, and as you move up to major, lieutenant colonel, colonel, Mm -hmm. obviously there's a pyramid, there's fewer opportunities as a pure entomologist, but yeah, there's some good opportunities for research. We have Army has research stations around the world that could go there. Um, you know, we have these public health centers where you bring a lot of your veterinary uh, preventive medicine people together and they provide services for different parts of the uh, region of the States. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely teaching opportunities to teach either new soldiers coming in or you're oh, teaching yeah. at like the uniform services university in Bethesda. Oh yeah. Those, those, those jobs really intrigue me. And hopefully, you know, my next assignment or two assignments down the road, I, I could, um, uh, you know pursue one of those. When I get out of the army, um I I would love to work for like the NIH or CDC, doing entomology work there, or oh, yeah. serving as a as a civilian working for the military. Um again at kind of those public health centers. They do a lot of a lot of just insect surveillance at bases, seeing what's there. You know, okay. Testing- Pathogens testing for resistance. um hmm. I know, like, I know. I don't know if you've had Ashley Kennedy on your show, but she's on. She's on Twitter. She works for like the the state of Delaware, doing a lot of tick surveys. But she also part of her uh, grad degree and postdoc, if I remember, she was kind of working with the military a little bit on some insulation So oh, wow. a lot of cool opportunities, you know. Yeah. And like I don't want to, you know, hamstring myself into either one of them. But yeah, as long as you know, as long as it's in that field. Uh, you know i'm I'm totally game for it
0: yeah yeah so number a number of uh paths even even still so that's so cool i I, i'm always so surprised at the amount of uh career paths you can move with entomology um it's just it's just really amazing um so is there any other work that you wanted to mention or talk about some research that you've done in the past or did we kind of cover it all
1: yeah kind of covered all again my i haven't yeah besides like the corn work I did in college and really the sandfly work um yeah. that's really been the the breadth of of my my research you know when I was when I was finishing I was like you know I enjoyed research I enjoyed the mm-hmm. the bench time but it wasn't something I always wanted to do um yeah. and that's what I think the military is, is is great because as we move around all the time you move to different jobs and so mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, if you want to do research, you can do it for a little bit. You're not always going to do it though. Or hey, yeah. you want to, you know, you want to be part of a preventive medicine unit and deploy and go overseas. Heck yeah, do it. You yeah, And
0: from, from my perspective on what you're doing, it seems super hands-on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. hands are on in a different something. way. Um, mm-hmm. Cause again, we're not always doing entomology. Like when I was in, when I was in Iraq, I was, I was taking water samples yeah. or, uh, you know, I was, uh, looking at temperatures of foods in the dining facility, or I was contact tracing during COVID. So mm-hmm. the military don't expect, and, and this was like for any job in the military, you're not yeah. just going to do your, you know, your ology first. Um, yeah.
0: You're meant to be versatile.
1: Yeah. Have to be yeah. versatile. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Dave, uh, what can we, uh, where can the viewers go to learn more about what you're doing? Like social media, if you yeah. happen to have a website, um, just mention it now, and then I can put the links in the um, in the show notes of this episode, so they can go down and click on them. But um, for our listeners, uh, where can they learn more?
1: I, I, I'm lame. I don't, you know, I'm not as cool. I don't have my own um, my own webpage or anything like that. But if you are interested in the military as an entomologist, again, either Army, Air Force, Navy um Mm -hmm. i would i'd be happy to talk to anybody offline about this um if you just want to do a quick google search and go to like go go army.com and then type in entomologist there uh, it's a great resource to kind of look at the field of of army entomology if you Mm -hmm. also go to the armed forces pest management board that's kind of the the tri service hub for army air force navy and you can mm. uh, search anything military entomology related there very um, good for me though just twitter at uh, dave dellinger is the the best place to find me and again happy to chat uh, with anybody about this cuz i always always get some interesting questions and again it's usually like i had no idea the military had entomology
0: yeah and yeah it,
1: it brings me joy to be able to to talk with you and to your listeners about the job and as a way to kind of advertise for what we do, um, as our part of our service. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, any one of those ways you can find about the military or about me and happy to talk with you.
0: Yeah, that is awesome. All right, guys. So you heard that. Um, thank you so much, Dave, for being on the show. Um, it was really cool to learn about the 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 bizarre um, unique job that you have as an oh, yeah. entomologist, um, so thank you so much again for being on the show.
1: Absolutely, thank you. Appreciate the time.
0: If you enjoyed this episode of the Little Dudes Insect Academy podcast, then go ahead and check us out on our website, www.lilldudesinsectacademy.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, we are littledudesinsectacademy.com. Just search it up, it'll show up. Also, if you really enjoyed this episode, definitely uh, go down, scroll down, and leave a review of the podcast if you really enjoyed it. And consider sharing it with one of your family and friends. And with that, that is it for this episode. Keep on bugging.